We all feel special when we see that someone has put an effort into wrapping our gift as beautifully as possible. That goes for picking your commissions too. There's no point in making a perfect drawing if what you put around it spoils everything. I am 100% sure that there is no customer who wouldn't appreciate an effort on your part. This is what we are going to talk today here at the Pet Portrait Artist, but just before we do that, I need to remind you that if you join my mailing list at pepinadragosr.com, you'll be the first one to hear when I release a new podcast episode. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at dragospepina_art if you want to get in touch with me. I have also created a Patreon page if you'd like to support me in my podcast, check out the show notes or you can find me there as the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. Now, let's get back to why it's important to have a well-thought packaging. As pet portrait artists, we offer a luxury object. It's not like a commission costs only $10, the client will pay a good amount of money to have his furry friend drawn. This price includes the packaging of that commission as well. I don't think any of us would charge a customer extra money to have their drawing packaged in a particular way. All that being said, what's in the package has to match what's out of it, as I said before. We don't have to invest a fortune in it, but some right colors and a few little things extra added to the package can make a big difference. First, I'll tell you how I pack my commissions. Maybe you can get inspired and get an idea of how to improve your packing style. Or who knows, maybe you already have a defined and perfect style, which is wonderful. I always put everything I need on the table, so all the things are within my reach. The first thing I do is to clean the drawing before I pack it. I use pastel which is very dusty and sometimes there are some marks left on the background of the drawing. After that's done, I add a piece of glassine paper over it and put it in a plastic sleeve. The next step is to take a piece of white foam board and cut it slowly down the middle without tearing it to create a kind of book so I can fold it. The drawing will be then placed in this being attached with a double-sided tape, after which I will put some more masking tape on each side of the foam board to make sure the drawing doesn't fall out. So far, nothing special or fancy. It's all about the safety of the drawing. Of course, I try to make everything look as clean and aesthetic as possible, but nothing like wow. What will make a difference to the package is what I'll say next. I pack a hardback A6 flyer with information about me and a picture of me with the drawing, another one with information on how to look after the drawing plus a personalized thank you note. My brand colors are gold and black, so pretty much everything I mention has these two colors. All three items are put in a pearlescent gold envelope that closes with a mechanism that doesn't require gluing. It's my business card's turn to be added. I always add around 10 and I put them in a gold mate organza bag. They are very cute, very cheap and they make a very good addition to your packing. So you should try it. Because the envelope is already pearlescent, I don't want to blind the customer when they open the package. Let's not forget the certificate of authenticity. These also have a gold and black color with white writing including details of the drawing, the date and my signature, plus a gold seal with my logo on it. 
I write the drawing's details with a white gel pen to match the other writing. When it's finished, I put it in a plastic sleeve for protection. The envelope with the three items, the business cards and the certificate will be attached to the back of the foam board so that it doesn't move around in the envelope when it's being transported. All of this will be covered with a shiny thick gold wrapping paper followed by a matte gold ribbon to create a balance. The last step is to place it in a brown cardboard envelope. On the envelope I will add of course the shipping label, some stickers that say handle with care, please do not bend, and a sticker with my logo in the middle. All this was an investment at the beginning but it will keep me going for a long time so it was worth it. I wish I could show you all of these steps but unfortunately you have to imagine them. I happily pack any drawing, I always look forward to it, I know that the customer will feel appreciated when they open the package and everything will be a nice experience for them because I want all that experience from start to finish to be a joy until they get the drawing which is of course the greatest happiness of the whole experience. I would love to see how you pack your drawings too so if you want you can send me a picture of your packaging on my Instagram at dragospepina underscore art. The clients will not only remember the artwork you did but also how everything went from the first conversation until receiving the drawing at home. These little things will make your customers returning clients. There are also ways to use inexpensive items that if combined correctly can look luxurious. Especially in the beginning you have to mind your expenses but with time you will change a few things until everything will have a better quality. Something I really want to talk about that will add a lot of value to the artwork is a certificate of authenticity. Although I've mentioned it before in this podcast episode, I haven't explained its role in this whole scheme. Why is it important to include something like this in the package? A certificate of authenticity is a document that guarantees the authenticity of a work. It confirms that the artwork was created by the artist associated with it. This will demonstrate to the client that the artwork is unique and makes the drawing more precious. You can find a lot of templates on the internet with such certificates. I designed it myself. It's not that hard. I just used Canva for it. I will do a podcast episode specially dedicated to this topic. Another very personal thing that brings a smile on the client's face is a handwritten thank you note. A beautiful and from the heart written message will mean a lot to the client and will create a human connection as you'll never meet that customer in real life, especially if they live in another country thousands of miles away from you. And this thank you note makes everything more personal and not just an internet business transaction. It doesn't cost you any money nor time. It's something very simple to do, you can even just use a plain white printer paper, it's the message you send that matters most. Now let's talk a bit about business cards. Why is it important to include some in the package? That client is more than likely to have relatives or friends who also own pets and when they visit that person they will see your drawing on their wall and ask questions and even be interested in a commission if you're lucky. That's when those business cards can come in very handy. It's best to order a larger quantity to get a better deal. I always order 1000 and they keep me going for a long time. Even 250 is enough if you are just starting out. I order so many because I also promote myself locally and give some of them away. 
I wouldn't want an avalanche of business cards when the client opens the package. That's why I put them in an organza bag so they don't wander around like crazy in the package. Information about yourself and how to take care of the drawing is not a must-do, but just a nice addition to the package. A very, very important must-have are those stickers on the envelope you send the artwork in that say, please handle with care and do not bend. I've had a few times where the drawing has arrived bent to the customer because the postman was very careless and folded the envelope to fit it in the mailbox. It's very frustrating to know that all of your work has been ruined in a few seconds, so it's a very good idea to stick a few of those on the envelope. The safety of your drawing is the most important thing. You must also make sure that everything looks nice, but also that you do everything you can to make sure that the artwork is safe and secure. Oh yeah, before I wrap it up, I want to say one more thing. Be very careful when you make the ribbon bow, make sure it doesn't press on the artwork and make a hole or a mark in it. Don't forget, as a pet portrait artist, we have to give the client a beautiful experience altogether, not just a well done drawing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. If you liked this episode and if you think it could be useful for another fellow pet portrait artist, feel free to share it in your stories and tag me. To help this podcast grow, please leave a review and follow me on Spotify or Apple as well. It will help me a lot. To connect with me, the best option is Instagram. I am art over there. I'm looking forward to hear from you. If you want to support me in my podcast, I've created a Patreon special for this. You can find me there as a Pet Portrait Artist Podcast, but I will also leave a link in the show notes. Don't forget it. If I can be a successful Pet Portrait Artist, so can you.